Voices from the Past, Volume 1, May 8th. It is my eager expectation and hope that now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. Philippians 1, verse 20. Do we prefer the glory of God? Consider these marks. Are we content with loss, provided the name of God may gain respect in the world, so that he may be magnified no matter what becomes of us and our interests and desires? This is a sign that we desire the glory of God when we are contented to do or be anything that God desires us to be or do. Number two, do we pray absolutely for God's glory with sweet submission to his will and all other things? When we pray for strength and quickening, What is it that runs in our minds? Are we entertaining our spirits with dreams of applause and feeding our minds with the sweetness of popular acclamation? When we are praying for public mercy against an enemy, what runs in our thoughts? Is it revenge, safety, and our own personal happiness or God's glory? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. John chapter 12, verses 27 to 28. Do we seek God with this purpose? That he might provide for his own glorious name and that his name must not lie under reproach? Carnal motives make our desires impetuous and impatient of restraint and denial. Rachel must have children or die. When the heart is set upon earthly success, pleasure, or comfort, then it cannot accept a denial without murmuring. The children of God should desire only God's glory and in all other things leave themselves to his disposal. Number three, what is the disposition of our hearts when our prayers are answered and God has given us the blessing we prayed for? We do not ask it for God's glory if we do not use it for God's glory. If we consume his mercies on our lusts or they do not encourage us to control our sins, It is a sign God's glory is not the desire of our hearts as it should be.